This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. What's good? My name is Chris Dallas. It's Travel Anonymous. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you, everybody that's been keeping us viral, tuned in, and supporting the show, and following us, and, you know, pouring into, you know, the community that we have here. I really do appreciate it. I appreciate all my guests, and it's just a testament to... I feel like what we need is a community to keep these stories going, to pour it out, pour it out so that healing can occur. Um, do remember that the stories that you hear will reflect real life. They're here to entertain, they're here to educate, and hopefully keep you a little homie off the streets. My name is Chris Dallas, this is Trapping Anonymous. Let's get it. How are you? Fine. Uh, so. We're going to start with, what's your name and why is your story important? Henrietta Curtis. My story is important because it's about forgiving. Mm. You, you forgave the man who killed your son. Yes. Talk to me about that day that you forgave him. It was February the 20, no, February the 14th, 2021. That's the day I forgave him. He killed my son February the 13th, 2021. Did, did you know who he was? Did he know who you was? Like, how did you see him? Like, how did that interaction go? Um, after my son's murder, I openly, um, social media said that I forgave him, but it wasn't until 2023, when I actually seen him, because I prayed and asked God to put him before my eyes so that I could let him know that I forgive him for killing my son. Okay, so where are you at? You're in a store, you, you're walking down the street. Yeah, I'm, I'm driving to work. Mm -hmm. well, I got this thing that I like to do in the morning time. I want to get coffee mm -hmm. and a pack of Joe's before I go to work. So I'm going to work. Damn, I need to get some coffee. I walk in the store. I go to the cooler. I'm getting ready to pull it open to not only just get me a coffee, to get me a, a drink too. So I hear somebody say, good morning. Mm. I got my back turned. I say, good morning. So when I turn my head and look behind me, I was like, in my head, I was saying, that's the, that's the nigga that killed my son. Mm. So. He spoke to you first. Yeah. I really don't think that he knew who I was. So I proceeded to go fix my coffee. I go to the register. He's still at the register. And he said to me, how you doing? I said, I'm doing good. I said, his head is down. I say, you know who I am? I'm Henrietta. His head slowly began to lift up. 
And I looked him in his eyes like I'm looking at you. And I was like, I'm Damon's mama. He said to me, I, he kept saying, it wasn't supposed to, I, and I said to him, I touched his hand, I say, you don't have to tell me what happened. I know what happened because I seen it. I just want to let you know that I forgive you for killing my one and only son. Hmm. And he said, Mama, it wasn't even, he was still trying to tell me, but I, and I had to tell him again, you don't have to tell me what happened because I know what happened. I synced it. And I tell him again, I just want to let you know that I forgive you for killing my one and only son. His response was, man, I'm catching hell. I'm about to go back to jail and everything. My response to him was, you need to pray. I remember um, me giving him a hug. And it's like I told one of my son's homeboy, he hugged me. If I didn't visually see his face, it was like, it was like my son was hugging me. Mm. So I, um, it's like, it's like watching something and it freeze in time. It's like we were talking and everyone in the store was like frozen. And I remember when he, the guy left out the store that killed my son. That man they had a guy and they was like, man, you, you just told that nigga you forgave him for killing your one and only son. Man, God got a blessing with your name on it. I said, oh, he been blessing me. Ben. Wow. Um, I know you said you felt like you were hugging your son. What, 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 what else was it like to embrace a man that you know? Like, I know you felt your son, but if you could describe anything else that you felt in that moment. In that moment, I felt like, when I got in my car, I can actually tell, when I got in my car, I said, thank you, Jesus. Because this is something I've been praying for. Right. I didn't feel Not nothing bad. Mm. My tears in my car to my jaw to inside my jaw was tears of joy. And they say forgiveness is for you, not for the other person. It's so that you could have the weight lifted and that burden up off of you. And as you're telling me, it seems like you became lighter in that moment. I became lighter in that moment. More that. That morning, I felt like I had bricks lifted up off me. I feel like your story is so important because there's somebody right now that we're not forgiving. There's somebody right now that we ought to forgive. Mm -hmm. There's something that we go into bed with every single day. Mm -hmm. And it's plaguing us and it's holding us back. And if you could forgive the man who took the life of your son. My one and only son. One and only son. Then, Firstborn. Ooh, then, then, then what could we not be forgiving somebody of? You know what I mean? Right. Um, sorry, I just felt, I felt uh, the need to say that. Um, 
You said you watched it. What do you mean you watched it? Uh, how did you see it? I watched my son's murder on video. It had the security camera or the security camera. Um, that's how I watched it. What happened? On the morning of February 13, 2021, my son was at my house because him and his baby mother and they got this thing, well, they on again, they off again. You know, the type of people you be like, fuck that, I'm not getting in their business. Because mm -hmm. these people are going to be right back together. Mm -hmm. Got up off the couch. I can hear him talking. I'm about to go to my house. She got this nigga at my house. Mm. Like, don't go. I said, what if you go over there and something happened to your kids? What's going to happen then? He said, you're going to take care of my kids. I said, well, what if you go over there? You know, I was just like, what if this said, but nothing had stopped him. My son was the type of guy when his slime is set on something, whether it's good or bad, he gonna go with it. Mm -hmm. So then I began to call my sister. I called his baby mama. Well, let me talk about the second baby mama. I called her, I said, look, Damon is on his way over there. I don't know if he got two guns or he on his way over there, okay? He on his way over there, get the nigga out the house. Man, it wasn't, it wasn't even 30 minutes later, my son was dead. I called my daughter, I'm calling, calling, cause she went to get him, okay? I call her, she's not answering, she's not answering, I was like, where my boy is, she say, man, mama, this nigga done killed your boy. This nigga done killed my brother. And I watched it on camera. What are you thinking about as you're looking at the security camera footage and you're seeing this take place? What is your mind? Where is your headspace? What is going on? Before I got to where I'm at today, I was like, this nigga down bad. Man, I want this nigga gone. That's how it works. Could you believe, could you process what was happening? Hey, I was like, like my mind was all over the place. Like, this nigga just really killed my son. Like my dog, like my, my everything. That shit hit me. Like, uh, yep. It was like, man. This nigga really flipped my son. That's how I was. Then I get on, I get that call. My, I call my daughter, she answer the phone. So I leave out the house. I don't know if you know about these robes, these big mama robes, nothing on under it. Got my grandkid, got to the scene. My son laid out on the ground, hands back, dead. You when I first walked up, well, when I first got out the car, I ran up. And I can remember my son's baby mama mother coming towards me to console me, but I just started swinging. And I just started swinging and I remember falling down 
I remember the police trying to, and I, I just started swinging and I was just hollering and streaming. So he, he went back to the house because he saw his baby mother with another man. Yeah, at his house. In his house. Yeah, they moved there together. Mm -hmm. They moved there from from an apartment. Yeah. So when he got out, they was with me. Then they got their own spot. Then they got another apartment. Then they got the house. So I'm talking about these people had been together. That was his house. Yeah, he was. They, he moved in there. Right. Dude ain't moved in there while she was staying there. They moved in together. there together. The security camera footage, mm -hmm. it shows him going toward the car mm -hmm. and then he slumps over. Mm -hmm. You see the shooter mm -hmm. come out, come back, pick his body up. Pick him up like this hell. Like we, we call it a rag doll and threw him out. Throw him on the ground. On the ground. Your, 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 your daughter, she wants revenge immediately. At the beginning, all of us did. I can't speak on what she wants now. I just know what she tell me. You told me she got her own gun. Did she had one, yeah. She had one. And pulled it out on the baby. I mother. was told by my daughter that when her and my sister pulled up, that my sister gave my daughter her gun and that she aimed it at the baby mama and pulled the trigger, but the gun got jammed. Mm. But the baby mama said that she never did pull the gun. Okay. But at this point in my life, I don't give a fuck about that. Just glad y'all here. I'm just glad you're here. Do you fault the baby mother for bringing this guy to their home for your son's death? I faulted her. The way I feel about it is that I faulted her then. I really did. Do I fault her now? Now I feel like if she wouldn't have had that nigga over there, my son would have still been living. Mm. I understand it now. Cause the mind don't never, her mind wasn't telling her this gonna happen. Do I think that she intended on it happen? Mm. I don't think she intended on it happen. Why didn't the shooter go to jail? It said it was, um, what is it called? Justifi justifiable homicide. Hmm. But you want my opinion on that? What's that? That's fuck shit. They just went off my son record. You know how you hear your people say, whatever you do gonna follow you? Yes, man. Yeah, they went off of that. What kind of man was your son? My son, 
definition of it, good bad guy. Good, he'll give you the shirt off his back, he'll keep your kids, you love the kids, but you cross it one time and it's, it's over with. Over with meaning? Over with, what however, it's hmm. over with. No, it's up. Like where we from is up. That you gonna we gonna fight, we gonna bang it out, we gonna do whatever. I never, and to this day, I never say I never was the type of mama that say my my son was all good. Mm-hmm. My son was just a man, just a man that just living every day. He was trying to make it better. It's the reason why people shouldn't make a name for themselves. They shouldn't. They shouldn't. It's a lesson. It's a good name. Because if you make a bad name for yourself, I keep up with it. You got to keep like that's something you can't come back from. That's the way I see it. Because if you smashing niggas and you beat niggas up all the time, when you stop that, and you start going to church every Sunday. And you ain't in the street no more. Niggas still gonna try to smash you off of what? They gonna always feel like that. My son got killed. It was said that my son had a gun. He ain't have no gun. You watched the tape. You seen the gun? So basically, that's how it be. I read an article. Mm-hmm. It said your son shot a woman in her head. While she was driving a car, um, her kids were with her. Mm-hmm. If we're going to speak about the violence done to him, mm-hmm. we in turn have to speak about the violence he committed. Yeah, committed too, yeah. Do you know him for shooting people? Yeah. Killing people? I won't go talk about that. Um, in the bottom of the article, it said that his priors were capital murder? Murder. Attempted murder. First degree attempted murder. Those are his priors. Um, he beat all those charges? Mm-hmm. Every last charge. He done some time. But it was only because whatever he went to jail on, it, that's not what he done the crime, the time for. He never served a day for murder or attempted murder, but a principle to attempt a first degree murder. He did. So when they found his dead body, they felt like, well, we finally got him. You talking about the police the or police. the boy? I feel like where I'm from, I feel like they live by the system of just fuck a nigga. Mm. Excuse my friend. Mm-hmm. Your, your history, if you got a bad history, they feel like they're just one less nigga on the street. In the black community, it's common that 
people tend to blame mothers of sort of delinquent sons. Mm -hmm. Say that you enable his actions, enable his ways, mm -hmm. and um, you don't, you more so don't hold your son accountable because he's still your son. I always hold my son accountable. Always. Whether it's bickering with one of your baby mamas or getting into it with a nigga at the store because you just shot his brother up. I always been the mother to tell my children and I tell my daughters to this day and she grown and married. You wrong, you down bad. Always. So this potential devastation that your son could have inflicted on another parent. Mm -hmm. You feel like someone else inflicted on you. Mm -hmm. Could you speak on that a little bit? Yeah, because, you know, I can speak on that because it's actual facts. And in the Bible, it says what? What goes around, comes around. You live by it, you die by it. You ask me, did my son murder people? I just say, you live by it, you die by it. Not do it, do it. It don't justify when my son did something. Was it right? Fuck no. I never agreed with you choosing the life that you chose. I remember one time my son was locked up. And I, I was going through my little stages of being depressed, and we was on the phone. He was in a jail called Kalahula. And I wanted to talk to him, and I wanted to let him know that I'm sorry because of the lifestyle I live. Mm. I thought it inflicted on him and how he was living. And he told me, no, mama, don't fault yourself for that. He was a good mama to me. The life that he chose, he chose it for himself. Did I agree with it? No. Am I'm going to disown him or smash him or not bone him out? Absolutely not. I'm going to... That's my son. Was his father around? Yeah. Um, daddy been around. Daddy buried him. He had him in life insurance. Him and his brother buried in the same cemetery. Your son and his brother. Yeah. So another boy by uh -huh. his father. Same cemetery. And how did he die? I think he committed suicide. I'm not for sure. What? But um, the life that my son lived, I liked it that shit on TV. I liked it gangster shit. When I was younger, I always been a bitch that like, I'm gonna do what the fuck I wanna do and I'm gonna live with the regrets of it. Oh, you coming to get me? Knock, knock, knock. I'm gonna put my hands behind my back. You're gonna take me to jail. I mean, I'm gonna get out, but I never, I never was okay. And I'm still not okay if my daughter do something wrong. I'm not the type of mama that just gonna glorify that shit. You said you were arrested over 35 times. Yeah, absolutely. 
35 times in jail pregnant. I got a February, I was sentenced to two and a half years DOC time. So I had to do DOC time at the parish jail, which is parish prison. I prayed and prayed. I was on a pregnant woman ward. God fixed it well. I only did five months and 14 days. I got out February 25th, 1994, and I had my daughter February 25th, 1994. Same day. Same day. See what I'm telling you? Let me tell you No matter what you do in life, when you put God first, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. They don't know this. We just came from church. We just came. Yeah, it was good too. <laughs> it was good. Uh, shout you out can't, House of Love. Yeah, it was wonderful. If I could get that every Sunday, I would go back to church. It's I don't go time. to church like I used to. It's a good time. I don't go to church and I don't go to funerals. I don't. If I can go back to um, you giving birth to your daughter the same day you're released from prison. Mm hmm. Your daughter gets caught up in the prison system as well. Mm -hmm, she did. What happened with that? I remember one morning, I don't know exactly what year it was. I go to the door and I said, my words was, why in the hell y'all keep knocking on my door? Because I see police cars outside. And they said she got indicted. Mm. They took her. They said nothing I could do about it. Nothing they could do about it. She went to jail. We bond her out. She got out. God said no. A couple of months later, indictment was gone. It was all over the TV. They all on the news for about two weeks. They call it the big money block boys. Look that up. Um, what was your upbringing like? I was hard. I was hard. I can't remember when I was a child. From one to, I said around 11, I can't remember. It was hard, I tell you that. It had to be hard. Even beknownst to me, not even knowing, it had to be hard anytime you can't remember. When you can't remember something, it's absolutely got to be bad. Do I want to remember? I did. I don't know more. I guess your brain sort of suppressed those thoughts to protect you. Yeah. My brain. I think that's a little protection, but my protection got from the most high. Mm. I know that. There's no way I'd have went through life and overcome so much. What's the most traumatic thing that happened to you in your younger years? Being kidnapped, raped, took in the woods, threw on the back of a truck, going to stay by family members' houses. Get molested. 
It's like I can write a book about it. But I always had God, you know? This would never make me give up. I didn't try to commit suicide. I wish death on people. I was hateful and mean and but I had to change. I started changing myself at 27. Then I started asking God to help me. Now I always say, I used to enter into a room and be like, fuck everybody in the room. Now when I enter in the room, if it's, if it's not right, I immediately believe, but I always try to leave in the most humblest way. Versus me singing, I'm about to beat this bitch up. To actually, these days, I find myself, if I get out of, if I felt like I have said something wrong, I immediately catch myself. Hmm. Thank God for change. Thank God for growth, you know? Yeah. Because people like to hold us to who we were. Yeah. And not recognize us for who we've become. Yeah. And it's important that we realize that we don't have to be someone else's definition of us. Right. We don't have to be who we were. Right. We can, right. Can Once you give yourself your best you, fuck what a bitch y'all nigga gotta say. That's right. Um, well, I, not to cut you off, mm. it just still go always back to Actually, where I, when I found God, when I went back to that, I'm good. Mm. I don't worry about the, I don't, I even like to hear about my past. Mm -mm. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good with going to work and coming home. I'm good with people having their side of the story. I'm good with, I'm good with everything. I used to be trying, like, if I have a conversation with somebody, I would say, what's, and they give an A side of the story, and I would take it upon myself to, bitch, you lying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, bitch, mm -hmm. I'm about to beat you up and mm -hmm. all that. Versus now, okay, that's just, that's what happened. They got this new saying that um, I'm, I'm not clearing no rumors. I ain't clearing none of that up. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. You believe what you want to believe. On the phone. When the conversation was had, yeah, and I said that's true. Yeah, it's. I mean, we could be in the same place at the same time, or we could be looking at someone with the same eyes. Mm -hmm. But you could be saying something so, totally different for me. Guess what I'm gonna tell you? You right. That's right. Um. Wow. You told me you grew up without a father. Mm-hmm. And when your son was born. You felt like you finally got that love. Mm-hmm. That's different. See, when a woman is first, her first born is a, I mean, I can't speak for every woman because every bitch different. I mean, I'm different than every bitch. I feel totally different by it. When my son was born, it's like I never had to look for love nowhere else. Even though I wanted the love of having a committed relationship, I knew that I ain't never had to look for no love. Like that love that that little boy gave me from even 
in my stomach all the way out, like that's a whole different feeling. How do you carry on without him? How At first you... it was hard. I would go to the graveyard crying at night two, three times a week. Mm. It was hard. But you know what was making it hard on me? Me. Because I had so much anger in me. I had anger in me for her. Anger in me from him. Because remember, I forgave him on the 14th, the day after my son, but I still had those mixed emotions. And don't get me wrong, once you forgive somebody, you still have those emotions. Oh, yeah. You still have them. Oh, yeah. But do I take that back? No. I stand on that. I stand on that firmly. What can you teach us about forgiveness? That you should just let it go. If you harm it suddenly in your heart, your mind, your body, your soul, you're your own worst enemy. You're killing yourself slowly. You, you got to let it go. Me hating them, that's not going to get me where I need to be. In life, here on this earth, or to the afterlife. I would hate to go to the gates if I hadn't forgave and die. Right, right, right. And then on Judgment Day, because you ain't going nowhere to Judgment Day. You know, we release balloons and all that stuff. But the Bible said Judgment Day, that's when everybody going to be awakened. Right. So if you... Can imagine me at the gate and get turned around because I didn't forgive. When you don't, when he already told me vengeance ain't mine. Mm -hmm. Vengeance is the Lord's. Um, do you have any regrets? Yeah. Biggest regret out of the whole situation that I didn't get to see my grandson. Because we was bickering. I didn't even take into consideration this little boy is my grandson. And I need to be the bigger person because I was going to war. I was going live. I was making posters. I was getting woke up at night. Yeah, I'm out here right now. You want me to? No, I say no, don't do that. Yeah, I was getting all that. That's my biggest regret. Because who I try to protect in life is my grandkids. I want them to look up to me, not down. I would never want to hear my grandchildren say, fuck that hoe, I don't got to forgive her, my grandfather, my grand... I don't want that. I want them to remember good things about me. It's why I chose the life that I'm living now. Oops. I choose not to date. Mm. I choose not to have company. Mm. You know, I got a nigga. Don't get me wrong. It ain't my problem that somebody else nigga be 100 with you. Oh, I'm just saying. I'm going to keep it all the way buck with you. I, I, I oh, want to protect them with everything that's in me. I don't let them go outside by themselves. I don't. I don't. Where is... Oh, you need to go get them. I, Mama, you need to chill out. I don't, we don't do that. I don't, I don't let my kids, my grandkids go loose in the store. I don't do that. And I love all five of them the same. I love their mother and the fathers the same. 
I don't love her no lesser than I love the other baby mama. I think it's important to say, no matter what, no matter what your son may or may have not done, you're still your son. Always. Always. I get this all the time. Oh, you the lady whose son, when was he, when, how old he was, I say, is. He's still my son. Still. He still have a birthday. I still love him. That's going to always be my son. Because this life here is not forever. Everlasting life is in heaven. You told me a story about the stepper. I said, I'll tell you the story. My granddaughter came to me, my son's daughter. She's my oldest grandchild. And she said to me, um, Momo, my cousin, our cousin, we'll just say our cousin, said that my daddy was a stepper. And I, she said, what's a stepper? And I said, a stepper is somebody that's quick with their hands and somebody that shoot people. And she said, oh, okay. And she was kind of sad. She was crying. And I said, well, I have something for you. I said, what happened to the stepper that stepped on the stepper? And she said, huh? I say, what happened to the stepper that stepped on the stepper? He eventually got stepped on. This is Trapping Anonymous. My name is Chris Dows. Let's get it.